This is Parables of the Divorce CEO, where men have real and raw conversations about the pain, suffering, and loneliness of divorce. Welcome to this week's episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. I am your host, Peter Avalon Northstar, the founder and creator of the Divorce CEO and of the CEO on Fire coaching program for divorced men. On today's episode, Asking Better Questions. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Parables of a Divorce CEO. I hope you've had a good week and you've enjoyed the past two episodes. Today, I want to share something that I had as a revelation this morning. So every morning, I have a morning routine. I get up at 4 a.m. and I have about uh, two hours to myself where I really dive into setting up my day. Uh, I might go into this in a different episode if there's more interest in it, but it's part of what I teach all my coaching clients is to set up your morning, to set up your day first so that you fill your own cup first and therefore you can fill everybody else's cup in your life, right? But in this morning revelation, I do this thing called the stack. So the stack is based on the work. Uh, It's basically called the work by a woman called Byron Katie where you ask specific questions. You take a story, a narrative that you feel that you're stuck in or that you can see that you're stuck in your life and you ask specific questions to figure out if it's true or not. And so one of the questions or the revelation that I had this morning was this notion of who must I become? So if you remember the first episode I did this year and the last episode where we talk about relationships, I'm going to combine those two episodes with what I had as my revelation this morning. So who must I become in 2021 was the question I asked in the first episode. And then I gave a little bit of a backstory about relationships and not going too much into detail into actually how to have successful relationships. So on this episode, I'm going to share some of the insights that I've had through my marriage and after my marriage and the revelation I had this morning of how we actually can create successful relationships. Because one of the things that I'm very passionate about for my clients is that when I coach these men who are going through divorce or have gone through divorce, they all come with similar struggles, which is essentially... What is the next relationship going to look like? How am I even going to get into a new relationship? Who am I as a man, you know, now that I'm divorced? And how do I even trust this person? How do I trust having a new relationship? Will anybody even love me again? Like there's so many questions, but it seems to boil down to the same issue, which is this notion of how to have successful relationships. And so I've made it a... a, um, I made it a purpose in my program to help these men figure this, these questions out, but also invite them to, to have love in their life again. Invite them to have a relationship that's on fire. So if that's you who are listening to this, here's some of the, the things that I would encourage you to start looking at for a relationship in terms of having a successful relationship with a woman moving forward as a divorced man and as a business owner. But before I dive into that, I want to just recap what I was talking about the last last two um, episodes in terms of these things. So the first question again is, who must I become? That's going to be kind of the the foundation of this this, uh, episode. Who must I become? 
And then the other element is like the relationship. What are some of these problems that we're faced with as men in relationships? And, you know, how have the how have society changed the way we look at relationships? How has society changed the roles between men and women? And how is that impacting our lives today? Because they have a massive impact in terms of how we look at our relationships moving forward. So with those two things in mind, so the revelation I had this morning was, I was asking myself this question. What is it that I have had in my marriage that was kind of like, where are the, the biggest issues that I had in my marriage? So number one was we drifted apart, right? There was this notion of there was a lack of connection. There was a lack of communication and a lack of intimacy. So we, we started to drift and I started to become upset and angry and I started resenting my wife because I started blaming her for this lack of commitment and this lack of intimacy. I wasn't really at that point in time, I wasn't really aware of my own issues, my own wounds, my own uh, challenges that I brought into the marriage. And so I did what most people do, which is I would project everything onto her. My pain I projected onto her. But the but the notion of me seeing that okay we we had issues with our intimacy we had issues with communication we had issues with the relationship we had with each other's families right so some some people call it um, the in-laws some people call it the outlaws right like there was this notion that we her she was very tight because because of the the upbringing she has with her her family they're from a uh, what do you call it? Southern European tradition where a family is like number one. I come from a family where it's, I would say it's, it's a little bit more quote unquote liberal. It's more open. So family is not number one, like career is technically number one. And so we had these two opposite views on what it means to be in a relationship from the beginning. She prioritized family. I prioritized business and work and having a career building a name for myself. So that was a big issue that that ended up creating a lot of, of collisions between us. Um, and then this notion of how we, we didn't know how to communicate what we actually wanted. And the reason was we didn't really know what we actually wanted out of ourselves, but also out of the relationship. And so we, we ended up just being angry most of the time, right? Like I had very specific ideas about how I wanted life to be and she had very specific ideas of how she wanted life to be. And those things were just not not very compatible in the sense that uh, we just came from a, a place of wounds and pain instead of, of asking better questions and having uh, an open mind to changing certain things and actually meeting each other where we were. So there is a lot, like there's a lot to unpack. I'm not gonna go into a lot of this today because I've laid out a lot of it in past episodes about some of the challenges. I laid it out from my point of view so that you'll get, you'll get it from my point of view as a, as a man, as a business owner, and you know what I saw was the issues. Now in the season two, I'm gonna go into some of the lessons or more of the lessons that I've learned after we have now been apart for about two or three years. 
And so those were the questions. Like I was, I was this morning, I was like sitting and asking these questions. I was looking at it. I was like, okay, so these were the problems. And then I was thinking about this notion of who must I become? Who must I become? And I started looking at that question in a little bit different way than I've done in the past. So in the past, I've asked this question every year, who must I become? But I've only asked it in a more general type of setting, right? Like who must I become in 2021 to, to become this business owner and, and drive my business to where I want to take it in 2021 and beyond. But I haven't actually asked a more uh, a fundamental question is, which could be this question, who must I become to love myself? Who must I become to see myself with value? Whoops-a-daisies, that's what happens when you're doing these things live and somebody calls you. I apologize for that. Um, anyways, back to my revelation. So this question of asking myself, who must I become to have value in the world? Who must I become to love myself? Who must I become to feel fulfilled in my life? So I never asked myself that question, right? So when I coach, I, I work in four domains, which is essentially who, like you as a person, and then your spirituality, your relationships, and your business. So those are the four areas that I work and, and we as um, in, our, in our partnership, I guide these divorced men through these four areas and look at specifics where we can change certain elements. And so this question of who must I become can be expanded into these four areas. So we look at ourselves, like who must I become in terms of loving myself? Who must I become to feel fulfilled? Who must I become to have a body that I'm, that I'm proud of? Who must I become to be healthy? Who must I become to have a spiritual connection to God? Um, who must I become to have... And this is where the revelation came in this morning. It's like, who must I become to have a relationship that's on fire? Who must I become to have a relationship that is fulfilled? Who must I become to have a sex life that is fulfilled or on fire? And you can use it in business as well. Who must I become to make $100,000 this year? Or who must I become to make $200,000 this year? Whatever your imagination can take you as far as it goes. But the, the question is important and I realized that the quality of my life literally and figuratively comes down to the, the quality of the questions I keep asking myself, right? So when I'm stuck in a problem in business or in life, I have a ton of different questions I ask myself to open up possibility because one of the things that I've realized as I was going through my divorce and looking back and reflecting at my entire life has been this notion of me always going into some form of lack or scarcity mindset where I block myself from possibility because I, I go into the victim mindset, which is why did this happen? Why did that happen? How come me? How come this? Blah, blah, blah. And that closes your ability to see these possibilities that's right in front of you now when you're going through a traumatic experience like a divorce where you know there's finances included there is all of these areas of tremendous pain you might have children that you might not see there like there's so much going on you know like your business might um, go bankrupt so many areas right 
and I understand because I did it myself, is that we tend to follow the emotion and then the emotion dictates how we're thinking, right? Or some would say the thoughts dictate our emotions. Whatever, you get the idea. The idea is that we, we create a negative response that blocks us from seeing possibility that's in front of us because we are emotionally invested in our thoughts and because of that, we create that experience of being in this state of depression and like, oh my God, I don't know how to move forward in my life. I got to start over again. I don't even know how to start this. This is just too hard for me. It's just blah, 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 right? It's like we go into depression and victim and blaming the world for why it's so horrible. And that's a process, right? There is a process of healing that has to happen. But when you ask different questions, and this is the quality of the questions, you have different opportunities to open your mind to see what is present in front of you. And so this notion of asking who must I become in my relationship, like in my love relationship, or who must I become to be a father that's present to my children? Like think about that for a moment. If you have children and you're listening to this, think about the pain that your children are going through or have gone through, they will probably still be going through it, as you have become a divorced man. Like just sit with that for a moment. The agony of not seeing your children every day, the agony and the pain of knowing that you have to drop off your children every week or you might not even be able to see your kids. And then think about the power of asking a different question that will lead you to a profound and very different result with your children, which is, who must I become as a father to be the most present, loving father for my children? I guarantee you that question alone would completely change your relationship with your children and could potentially save your children for so many years of pain and therapy and asking for help or doing stupid shit. And so these questions and the reason this hit me so much and, and the reason I want to share it is because I understand the power of asking this question. This morning as I was sitting in this deep contemplative state after my meditation and I had prayed to ask, to get some form of revelation in terms of where I'm stuck in terms of my life in certain areas. And I'm like, shit, I've gone backward into this like victim type of state where I, where I blame everything, right? I look at the world and everything just looks like everything is going to shit. And COVID is here, the election in the US, like there's just a lot going on right now. And I'm very sensitive to, to energy. And so for me, I, I feel a lot of what is going on in my own body. And often I take it in as it's mine. And so becoming aware of these notions of when you're taking other people's emotions in is also another area that I might go into in a different podcast. But sit with this notion of asking this question of who must I become? So let's use the, the idea of um, who must I become to have a relationship that is on fire, for instance, right? And then let's look at the first, the first thing that is the danger of what might be in the way, right? So we all have this, I call it the internal terrorist. 
there's many names for this this version of herself but it's essentially this this version that is constantly critic it's a constant critic and it it stands in the shadows right you know what i'm talking about that guy that's standing in the shadows and be like yo come over here man come over let's let's just uh let's go to the strip joint today let's get some alcohol yeah, man, let's, let's, you've had a long day at work, your business is doing well, let's just get drunk. Oh, maybe let's, let's smoke some weed or, you know, let's go to a prostitute. Or let's just, you know, I'm just going to watch a little bit of porn, just, just a little bit. That terrorist is the one thing that is a potential danger. Like for you, it could be other things. I'm just sharing with you what my danger is for having a relationship on fire. That is my terrorist. A terrorist that is constantly trying to sabotage my life in every fucking possible way he can because he knows that when he has power over me, I cannot break it as easily. He pulls me down into the darkness and he keeps me there because it satisfies him. The, the terrorist has his own agenda over my life. So for me, the biggest area is this notion of my terrorist that leads me back into pleasure land, to leads me back into sedation, leads me back into my porn addiction, all of these things. And that could be different for you. And that second part of this is what obstacles do we have for actually having this? So now we're becoming a little bit more tactical and strategic. What obstacles are in the way of me becoming this man who has a relationship on fire? Right? So then you, you might start looking at, well, I'm not really good at listening to what she's telling me. I'm not really good at being present. Uh, you know, when she tells me that not emptying dishwasher pisses her off and I don't do it and I'm still expecting to have sex, hmm, maybe I could change that little part and that would shift something in the dynamic. Right? Like, what are the obstacles that you can identify that is in the way of you connecting more with your woman? And then the third part of this is what are the opportunities that you're seeing and becoming this man? Like, what, what do you know right now that you can leverage? Right? That might be that you're really good at communicating, it might be that you're really good at reading body language. It might be that you're really good at being present and actually listening. You just have to switch when you do it from your um, colleagues or your employees to your actual love relationship. You might have knowledge of psychology. You might have specific skill sets that can improve that relationship. Right? So you have those three areas that we look at when we ask the question, who must I become? What are the dangers, which is number one. Number two is what are the obstacles, right? So you can look at the obstacles. What are, what's in the way of me achieving this or becoming this man? And then the last thing is what opportunities can I leverage? Like what talents do I have? Do I have any special gifts that I can leverage in this or skill sets? Do I have any resources in my network? Do I have, you know, friends who are, uh, really good in couples therapy that can help me with imago therapy and, and, and improve my communication skills. Am I reading books about uh, love language and how to apologize and how to c connect? Do I know about seduction? Like all of these areas are what is called opportunities. So you have these three things that can 
dramatically change your connection, your relationship, not just to, you know, a love partner, but also to your children or to your employees or to your clients in your business, right? One of the, one of the things that I was probably the best at was customer, uh, I wouldn't call it customer service, but I would call it customer retention because I have a fundamental interest and I love to get to know people. I want to know you. I want to know what makes you excited in life, but also what, what challenges you have in life. I am generally interested in human beings, and that is my gift. I've always been like this. I love listening to people. I love listening to their stories. I love to support people in, in, their, in their life, to have a life that is interesting to them, but also passionate like with relationship to everybody. And so you can use these things in, in all of these different areas of, of your business, in your love life, in your communication with your children. And just think about the massive difference it would do for you to show up differently. Right? Like, I understand there might be hesitation right now. I understand there might be fear of getting in if you're newly divorced and you're looking uh, at this dating scene and you're like, holy shit, man, like everything has changed. You know, everything's online. Everything is crazy because of COVID. I don't even know how to connect to a woman now. Like, I totally get that. And that might be too early to even ask that question of starting a dating uh, or starting a new relationship. So maybe the first step is just to ask yourself, who must I become to love myself? Like, who must I become to love myself really fully, truly? Because the part of us that breaks when we go through divorce, and I don't care if you are the one that was left or you're the one that initiated it, right? Like, I hear a lot of guys are like, well, I got divorced. I'm so happy. I'm like, bullshit, you're not. I was the one that initiated and it still broke me. And there's a reason why it breaks you. But if you're full of shit and you keep lying, you will never harvest the gift of it. Right? We men, we have a tendency to fucking lie and it robs us from a ton of things in life because we simply are afraid of telling the truth mostly to ourselves. And so the first question for you might be, who must I become to just love myself, right? For me, it was like, how do I even start living again? How do I even have, you know, a morning where I don't wake up every day and feel like everything is a shit show and I kind of just want to fucking kill myself? Like for me, I just needed to breathe because I couldn't breathe. I had lost myself so much in the relationship and to her that I didn't even know who I was. And the version that I was in that marriage was not really me. It was somebody else, right? So if you can identify with this notion of you becoming somebody else, and then now you're, you are faced with this question of who the fuck am I? And do I even want to continue doing this line of work that I'm doing? Am I even fulfilled in my life? Then these questions will help you. These questions of who must I become, right? You, but you have to figure out who that, what is that version? Like, what is it that you truly want in your life?
And so just to recap again, the question is, who must I become? The three things we look at, and I would recommend you like literally taking a journal and having one page that says dangers and one page that says obstacles and one page that says opportunities. And then looking at it as, you know, this is what is a true danger for me. I know I have a tendency to drink. I know I have a tendency to, you know, chase women. I know I have a tendency to use drugs or anything. That's your massive danger. That is your terrorist. That is your, the one that keeps pulling you down. And what obstacles? So here you can look at behaviors or weaknesses, right? It could also be your lack of knowledge in a certain area. So for instance, for me in my marriage, I couldn't figure out why we fucking couldn't communicate. So I had to learn how to communicate. I, I had to un- understand what is imago therapy, where you where you listen to your partner and then you recite what they say again and then you ask if that was correctly did you hear that correct and then you continue to have a dialogue like that like there's many avenues i didn't understand her love language so i had to learn about love language the five love languages then i had to learn about how to apologize and actually connect with somebody that has a different love language than me all right so there's there's a ton of things that you can come up with as you go through this list and then the opportunities, like I mentioned, talents, gifts, skills, resources, you know, if you have friends, all of that, your knowledge, that's the stuff you can leverage. And then you make a list of all of these things. And then you look at these three things in terms of who you must become. And then you map out maybe three to four of the things that are like your, your top four or your top three of these things. Like you got to know what your danger is. Like you have to be crystal clear in terms of what is it that turns on and then when that turns on, it's fucking game over. Like then I'm, I'm drifting. I'm on a like completely on a binge where I fuck up my life. I burn everything down and I push people away. Like you, you got to be really, really clear, crystal clear on what is that thing or those things. Because I will guarantee you as you become more aware of this, you'll notice that those things that keep tricking you into coming back into the shadow or the darkness have been there your entire life. And they have served a purpose in your life. However, now that you're building yourself as a new man in 2021, as a new man after divorce, you gotta know and become really, really clear on what's holding you back from becoming a better and bigger version of yourself. So these are just some of the, the, the tools that I realized this morning uh, from you know, doing my meditation, my stack. Like This is where I, I need to look at myself right now, but also I got I to gotta share this material with more, more men so that they can actually start realizing that the quality of their questions will also dictate the quality of the life. And it is possible to have a life that's amazing. It is possible to have a life where you fall madly in love. It is possible to have a woman that, you know, completely loves you and supports you and somebody you can trust and where you don't have to be afraid that she's going to stab you in the back or steal your money or destroy your business or take your children, but where there's a teamwork and there's an innate respect for each other.
Like all of these things are possible. And we cannot let our past dictate our future. We can't let our past experiences dictate how willing we are to give and receive love. So we got to do the work. We have to put in the work to become more as men. And we have to lead. Right? Like, the one thing that I have seen too much now as I'm doing this work is I have men who are broken, hurt, and wounded, angry. Right? Because we men, when we're hurt, we resort to anger. Because that is an, a, a, an emotion that is known to us. And it's, it's almost like it's better for us to be angry than it is to cry and be hurt and share and, and be vulnerable and raw. And tell the truth about what's going on. And so we become angry. And then what happens is that you'll have these men that now go into the world with this pain. And they go out and they find a woman who is genuine and want to find a man that she can get married to and have a family and you know start a life with. But because he's so wounded and he's still so angry, he takes all of that pain and emotion and he just vomits it out on her. He just vomits it. And he breaks her emotionally, spiritually and mentally. Like he completely annihilates her. And then what do you have? Then you have women who are the same, who are broken, who are you know, emotionally traumatized, who are spiritually broken, who don't trust men now, who don't trust to be in a relationship, who thinks that all men are evil and bad. And then we just have the same circle that is perpetrating and continuing and continuing. And so the only, re- the only way to break that is for us men to step up. The only way to break that is for us men to acknowledge that we have a massive responsibility of what's going on in the world and we have to change it. Because if we don't change it, it will continue. We have to lead, period. We got to be the ones that lead this game. And so it's my hope by sharing this that you have some tools that you can use today to actually ask yourself, who must I become? And then look at these areas. Where do you want to be with your health and your body and your, you know, your fitness in 2021? And then ask yourself these, these three things. Dangers, obstacles, and opportunities. Where do you want to be with your spirituality, your relationship with God? And ask yourself those three questions. And then look at your relationship with your children, with your employees, in, you know, with, your, with a potential new partner. Or maybe you are already in a partnership. And ask yourself those three questions. And then do it with your business and ask yourself again, who must I become in 2021? And look at the dangers, obstacles, and opportunities for you to become the man that you can, that would truly inspire this world. That's all I got for you today. Love and light your way. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Parables of the Divorce CEO. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and please share it with someone who may find the content valuable. Join my coaching program at thedivorceceo.com slash coaching.